How you get so much favor on your side? Accept the measure, Lord and Savior, I replied. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the channel. This is just another critic. We're getting into my college football playoff semifinal predictions, starting first with the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Oklahoma Sooners taking on the LSU Tigers. Um, and for those of you betting on this game, the number sits at 13 and a half in favor of LSU. Right now, 8 and 5 against the spread. Oklahoma, 5 and 8 against the spread, while the over-under sits at 76. Quickly, let's run through statistics and then getting to my own personal thoughts on the game. Oklahoma averaging 43 points per game while allowing 24 points per game. Offense is averaging 303 yards through the air and 251 on the ground. Defense is allowing 198 through the air and 132 on the ground. We flip over to LSU averaging 47 points per game allowing 21 points per game while the offense averages 386 through the air and 167 on the ground. Defense has been allowing 221 through the air and 119 on the ground. Now looking at this matchup outside of the statistics, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. It really doesn't take a genius to identify that both of these teams play in an air raid system. They love to throw the ball and they're able to execute on such a high level because both of these teams have the personnel, right? Both of these teams bring in four and five star skill players at the wide receiver position, at the quarterback position, more so at Oklahoma, but obviously with the transfer of Joe Burrow from Ohio State to LSU and then the new system in place bringing in the new offensive coordinator things have changed um, for LSU and in a big way we've seen them evolve throughout the season um, and just get better and better within that system now more importantly in this matchup on the defensive end We've seen both sides play below average at times. We've seen both teams play uh, good at times. And we've seen one team play elite on defense at times, right? And that being LSU. Obviously, going into this matchup, LSU has been known to be an elite defense, right? That's kind of been their calling card in past seasons. And it's it's nothing has really changed. They still have the personnel on that side of the ball, right? Some of the best DBs in the country, Christian Fulton, Grant Delpit, Derek Stingley, and uh, as well as some other guys at the second level at the at the linebacker position, right? Kalevon Chason, Jacob Phillips, and you know, there's a lot of other names we could throw out there. But even with all that talent, they haven't necessarily been, you know, very consistent on that side of the ball. But as I mentioned throughout these past few weeks when I've covered LSU playing um, Texas A&M as well as Georgia, they are trending in the right direction. And so, like I talked about, while their defense hasn't been the best or played at their best throughout the, bin the beginning as well as the middle of the season, now they're trending in the right direction when it matters most down the stretch heading right into the college football playoff semifinal versus a very good Oklahoma Sooners offense. Now, as we flip to the Oklahoma Sooners defense, right, it's kind of been the opposite, right? They started the season very strong. Then we slowly began to see the cracks in that defense, right? And then at towards the end of the season, the walls came off, right? We saw Kansas State absolutely put on a freaking clinic against them, right? They were able to put up 40-something points. Kansas State pulled off the upset. We saw Iowa State go for 41 against them. Baylor went up 28-3. to TCU gave them a challenge down to the wire, 28-24. to And so 
you look at those four games, those three games that I just covered, that was single digit deficits in games where they should absolutely be blowing out these teams outside of Baylor, right? We take a look at Oklahoma State. They won 34 to 16 while playing against a backup quarterback without their best weapon at wide receiver in Tylen Wallace. You go against Baylor in the Big 12 championship where Baylor's down to their second and third string quarterbacks and both quarterbacks sling for a touchdown apiece. And so this should worry you as an Oklahoma fan. I'm, I'm sure it probably already does. And I'm just restating facts that you already know. But the thing is, Joe Burrow is a different animal. This is going to be the best quarterback, the best personnel, the best system that this Oklahoma Sooners defense has faced throughout the season. And even if they play at their best, I don't believe their best will be able to slow down or even stop this offense of LSU. From a coaching perspective, I think right now offensively, Lincoln Riley going head-to-head with Joe Brady, I think it's pretty much even. On the defensive end, I think I give the edge to LSU. I think they have the better personnel. I think they have the better defensive coordinator who's been at LSU for uh, you know much longer than Alex Grinch has been with OU. And so I think that time and experience within the program and with these players gives him the edge uh, from the defensive coordinator perspective. And here's what I'd say, right? If both of these teams show up with their best football, right? If we see Oklahoma play their best on defense, we see LSU play their best on defense, we see Oklahoma play their best on offense, and we see LSU play their best on offense, I think the better team's best is LSU, right? I think if both teams show up and play their best football, LSU will walk out of the game with their hands raised, right, in this battle. Now, as far as how I see this game playing out, that LSU offense is going to have a field day. Honestly, I mean, no one really is able to match up with this offense, the way they're playing, the personnel that they have. I just think they're unstoppable. You might be able to slow them down, but you're never going to be able to slow them down for four quarters. Oklahoma, if they're going to find any success defensively, I don't think they're going to be able to sit back and just sit in coverage with eight or seven, right? They're going to have to send extra defenders, which probably means they're going to have to go man-to-man on the outsides, probably single high safety. But I think at the end of the day, it's just not going to be enough, right? We've seen one of the best defenses in the country in Georgia get absolutely throttled by this offense. And they have much better personnel to handle these types of wide receivers and to handle these skilled players. But they just weren't able to get anything going, right? And even when they were getting to the quarterback, that's one thing with Joe Burrow. Even if you pressure him, even if you get into his face, you have to be able to bring him down, right? He's not going to sit there and take that hit. He's going to make you miss. He's very elusive. He's athletic. He's gritty, which means he's going to play to the whistle, right? He's not going to sit there. He's going to escape the pocket. He's going to look for a man downfield. And typically, his wide receivers do a great job of getting open and finding vacated zones on the field for him to throw into. And so I don't really see that being any different for Oklahoma. Offensively for Oklahoma and Jalen Hurts, I think this could be a matchup nightmare and we might see one of the best games from LSU in this game because of uh, Jalen Hurts' inconsistency in throwing into tight windows. And in this game, he's going to have to throw into some of the tightest windows that he's had to throughout the year. I expect LSU to send pressure on nearly every single down. And if you've watched any film on Jalen Hurts, right, he doesn't do well with pressure in his face unless his guys are completely open in 20 yards of space, right? And that's not going to be the case here. LSU has the personnel to match up man-to-man Christian Fulton, Derek Stingley, 
and they're going to go man to man and send pressure against Jalen. This is this is what I expect, 100%. And I think they're going to have a lot of success in not only disrupting him, disrupting his timing, getting in his face, and forcing him to make error throws, which will probably lead to anywhere from two to three interceptions. A big part of the reason he's going to be throwing these interceptions is because he's going to be playing from behind, right? They're going to be having to chase down this LSU offense, which is likely going to lead to Jalen making more risky throws, right? Throws that he doesn't normally make, but he's going to have to take those chances because they're down two to three scores or whatever it is, right? I think he's going to be forced into making these throws, not only because of the situation, but because of the type of defense that LSU will be playing. Now, with all that said, if Oklahoma wins this game, it'll be because of three things. First, turnover margin. Second, red zone defense. And third, time of possession. I think if Oklahoma wins this game, those three things will be a big factors within the statistics that will tell you why Oklahoma won. Other than that, I do expect LSU to win the game. My final score, LSU wins 51-27. to Once again, LSU wins the college football playoff semifinal 51-27. to With that said, I appreciate you guys for listening. Thanks for your support. Like, comment, subscribe. If you have a different opinion, drop it in the comments. Hit me up on social media. If you want to check out my other college football playoff semifinal prediction with Ohio State and Clemson, flip over to the channel. Check the links in the description to listen to that one as well. Once again, guys, thanks for support. Thanks for commenting. Thanks for like. Thanks for subscribing. Appreciate it all. With that said, hope you guys have a great rest of your day, evening, or night. This is Just Another Critic signing off. Peace. His light shine the brightest in the dark Single mothers know they get my heart